And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. Our text this morning is taken, we're still dealing with the same text, and if you were not here last week, my advice is to get last week's sermon, amen? Last week's sermon was unprecedented, unprecedented. Today, the Lord gave me a title for this particular sermon, and the title is, Hold Your Peace. Hold Your Peace, P-E-A-C-E, to be exact, amen? Hold Your Peace. Our text is still Luke chapter 8, verse 50 to 51. It's amazing when God showed me this text. I kept saying, God, what am I going to do with this right here? But I trust you anyhow. Amen? I trust you anyhow. Last week's sermon was entitled, God will blow your mind. God will what? Blow your mind. God will blow your mind. And believe me, brothers and sisters, when the Lord told me to entitle the sermon last week, God will blow your mind, I didn't know. Praise the Lord. That two months ago, God, somebody had requested God to blow their mind. I didn't know that. Somebody had requested God to blow their mind two months ago. And God blew their mind that very Sunday afternoon. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? And so I'm saying this morning, God is saying, hold your peace so he can blow your mind. Get what I'm saying, saints? It's important to what? Hold your peace. How many of you are still expecting God to blow your mind? Still expecting God? Anytime, anytime, anytime. Thank God for these testimonies. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Our text, let's read our text. We're talking about Jairus and his daughter. His daughter's resurrection. And I didn't see this initially when I get into the text. But verse 50 and 51 reads, But when Jesus heard it, when Jesus heard the servant told Jairus, Do not harass the master. Do not bother the master because your child is dead. Jesus turned and said to him, Fear not, believe only, and if you do so, she shall be made whole. Hmm? Now, verse 51 reads, And when he came into the house, he suffered no man to go in except Peter, James, and John, and Jairus, and his wife in the room. But what I didn't see, and what the scripture doesn't tell us exactly, is what happened before verse 50 and 51. Verse 50 and 51 doesn't tell us how far the walk was from the time the woman of the issue of blood was healed to the time they arrived at Jairus' house. Until that time, they were walking together. Jairus was walking with Jesus. And I want you to pay special attention. Both of them were silent. And you get what I'm saying, saints? Both of them, they were silent. The only thing Jesus said to Jairus was, Fear not, believe only, and if you do that, your daughter will be healed. She'll be made whole, she'll be resurrected. And I'm asking you this morning, if you are here and you're, and you're expecting a miracle, and you're walking in the direction of that miracle, I'm asking you this morning to do this. Fear not, 
Believe only, and I'm going to add what the Lord said to me. Hold your peace. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? Hold your peace. Do not say the wrong thing. Do not yield to the urge of saying the wrong thing. Hold your peace. Don't you think Jairus felt like saying something? After having just heard, do not bother the master. Your daughter is dead. You mean I have to act as if she's alive. Even if I know. I have to act as if. Anyhow. <laughs> oh God, I give you praise. Some people say, some people say, so I have to act as if. You mean I cannot express myself. I cannot hold your peace god we give you praise oh lord i give you praise it's going to be all right <laughs> was it two miles to his house was it a few meters we are not sure but this we know that neither jesus and jairus spoke neither jesus and jairus spoke and i'm sharing with you brothers and sisters when god gave me this topic this title hold your peace i was wondering what was going on and i you, you you see you cannot see what you need to see with the ordinary eye are you getting what i'm saying you cannot see that's why it's a walk of faith amen are you getting me brothers and sisters you cannot see what you need to see immediately with the ordinary eye god has to open up the word to you so here you have jesus and Jairus walking together. Now Jesus is in heaven. We don't have Jesus with us. But what do we have? We have the word and we have the Holy Spirit. Are you with me? We have what? The word. Don't you ever forget that Jesus is the word incarnate. The word become alive. Are you with me? We still have the word called the logos. The Bible. Are you with me? We still have the, the Bible. This is Jesus coming alive. Are you with me, saints? Now, Jesus is in heaven. The way the Logos comes alive is by speaking it. It becomes Rhema. Are you with me? It, do, it does you and I no good. Then it, it doesn't. If it's just here, it doesn't. When you speak it. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? When you speak it out, you're walking with it. Like Jairus walked with Jesus. Amen. You are what? Walking with it. Like Jairus walked with Jesus. You mean, that's all I get? A promise from God? That's all I get? A promise from God? Fear not. Believe only. That's all? One sentence? Could Jesus at least give me a paragraph? I'm not asking for a chapter. I'm just asking for a paragraph. <laughs> oh that's all i'm asking for but jairus did not get a paragraph holy god was fear not believe only what are you expecting god to make whole for you this morning let me ask you what are you expecting god to make whole because you see you don't need a lot because we have the word you don't need anything else you got the word walking with you the rhema was given you don't need anything else. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? Hold your peace. 
I read in Ecclesiastes while the Lord was ministering to me. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1. Sorry verse 7 says. There is a time to keep silence. And there is a time to speak. There is a time to hold your peace. And there is a time to what? Speak. You hold your peace, especially when you feel the urge to speak what you feel. You hold your peace then. Are you with me? You hold your peace when what you see is not what you desire. You hold your peace. Because brothers and sisters, there is another realm of reality that's actively at work. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. There is a time for you to hold your peace brothers and sisters. And I'm asking you and I'm going to show you throughout the scripture. I'm going to show you how Jesus held his peace. Hmm? I'm going to show you how God advised certain men and women in the Bible to hold their peace. And I'll show you why you and I need to hold our peace. Sometimes you just got to be silent. You and I know very well when a teacher is silent in the class, that's when he or she is administering a test. Let me say that again. When a teacher is silent in the class, that's the time he or she are administering a test. You would agree. That is why you hold your peace in a test. You don't raise your hands to ask questions because you were taught for the entire semester. So now let me see if you learned what was taught. So you hold your peace and you walk it out. Sometimes you just got to walk it out. Just tell your neighbor, just walk, walk it out. Walk, walk it out. Yeah, you just got to walk it out. Just live it out. Just walk it out. Walk it out with the word. Just walk it out with the word. You know the word never returns void. You got a promise from God, just walk it out. If you got to grunt, mm, grunt. But you hold your peace. Are you with me, saints? I have a testimony. You remembered when Joshua invaded Jericho. Mm, you remembered the command was get seven priests with seven trumpets ahead of you. Then I need you to follow in them the ark. The Ark of the Covenant and then the army. And this is what Joshua said to them in Joshua chapter 6 verse 10. I want you to see very clearly. Joshua 6 verse 10. Hear what the Lord told Joshua. The children of Israel were told this is the strategy to take over Jericho. This is the strategy. The strategy is to walk around the city once for six days. Uh-huh. And then on the seventh day, you walk around the city seven times. But as you walk around the city, here is the strategy. What do you do? And Joshua commanded the people saying, you shall not what? Shout, nor make what? Any noise with your voice. Tell somebody, hold your peace. Yeah, that's what you got to do. As you walk, hold your peace. Nor make noise with your voice. How many times... He has to tell them that. He's going to tell them again. Neither shall any word <laughs> proceed out of your mouth. Three times. He's telling them the same thing in three different ways. Tell your neighbor because the battle is not yours. It is the Lord's. God does not need your contribution. Your physical contribution. Okay. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? He's well able. 
neither shall any word proceed out of your mouth until the day I command you to shout then you shall shout because you see we said there is a time to be silent and there is a time to speak to everything there is a season are you with me it was their season to hold their peace brothers and sisters there is always a season for you to hold your peace are you with me always a season and you need to ask god when 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 because sometimes it doesn't matter what you say what you do it it, it doesn't help you just got to what hold your peace amen the walls of, now what we are not told here is the walls of jericho they were 15 they, they were 12 to 17 feet tall tall they were about eight to ten feet wide that's a massive wall imagine 17 feet tall 10 feet wide are you with me it was said that chariots rode on top these walls and all they had to do was walk around the wall one time for six days hold their peace and then on the seventh day walk around seven times and then they shouted but before they shouted they had to what hold their peace god i give you praise oh glory be to god are you getting what i'm saying saints and the bible says this is what happened on the seventh day what happened we got a we got a testimony here glory be to god where is it i think and the seven uh glory be to you where, where is it where is it 16 i'm trying for, not to not to read every wonderful yes 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 and it came to pass verse 16 at the seventh time when the priest blew the trumpets joshua said unto the people shout for the lord hath given you the city further down further down further down he's telling them what to do glory be to jesus can you go to verse 20 verse 20 verse 20 verse 20 says so the people shouted you got it when the priest blew the trumpets and it came to pass when the people heard the sound of the trumpet and the people shouted with a great shout that what the wall fell down how flat 17 feet high eight to ten feet wide surrounding an, an entire city and the bible says all they did was walk around held their peace and that's what they were doing since and that's and i'm going to show you what's happening when you're holding your peace when you're holding your peace angels are positioning themselves to fight for you are you getting what i'm saying since when you're holding your peace like jairus and walking with the lord hallelujah angels are positioning themselves to fight for you do not let your mouth get in the way remember what jairus did he was quiet yes my daughter is dead but i got to act as if she's alive i got to hold my peace because death and life lies in the power proverbs 18 21 you got to hold your peace and since many of us are not sensitive to that that's why year by year we keep going through the same wilderness the same problem because we keep violating spiritual laws over and over and over violating spiritual laws i'm going to show you one more david was fighting 
And I'm going to bring these two laws to your attention in a while. So from now on, we are going to win. How many of you are tired of running, going through the wilderness year after year? Listen to me. You're almost 65. Think about it. And you haven't seen no great spiritual progress. You see, we, let me continue, and I'll get into the two spiritual laws in a while. We violate every time. David was fighting against the Philistines. The very first time he fought with them, God told him, go up and fight them. The thing I like, the thing I love about David, any move David made, he inquired of the Lord. Any move David made, he inquired of the Lord. Some of us, we just get up and we just move. Oh, that's why it is. I'm coming. Mm? Any move he made, he inquired of the Lord. Ruth, Naomi, and Elkanah left, left Jerusalem because the economy in Jerusalem took a downward spiral. And Naomi and her husband, Elkanah, said, oh, the economy here is bad. Nobody's working. Let's move to Moab. Never inquired of the Lord. They moved to Moab. And they brought their two sons, Malon and Chilon. You remembered? Uh-huh. When they went to Moab, Elkanah died. Malon died. Chilon died. She was the only one left. And she went right back to Jerusalem. Because she made a move without an inquiring of God. David, every time he made a move, he inquired of God. Father, is that your will? Should I go this way? What should I do? So the Philistines are coming. The obvious thing to do is get ready to fight. Amen? But this is what David did. And David, verse, uh, 2 Samuel chapter 5, verse 23. 2 Samuel chapter 5 verse 23. And David inquired of the Lord. Uh-huh, you see it? He said, and when inquired of the Lord, he said, what did the Lord say this time? Typically God said, go up and fight. This time God said what? Thou shall not go up, but fetch a compass behind them and come upon them over against the mulberry trees. God said this time, don't go up. Hold your peace, but what you do, you suckle them from behind without saying a word. And this is what God said to him. God said, now when you suckle them, while holding your peace. And God said, verse, verse 24, verse 24. And let it be when you hear the sound of a going in the tops of the mulberry tree. Lord have mercy. That word sound here, sound of a going, it means marching. Marching like an army. Are you getting what I'm saying? God has told David, when you hear the sound of marching in the mulberry tree, sense it is not the marching of soldiers you can see. It is the marching of the Lord of hosts. Angels. God said, when you, because it's not by might. It's not by power. 
God said, when you hear the angels, when they go before you. That's why you need to hold your peace. Because angels are moving. They've been directed by God. God said, when you hear the army, in who flies, in who, who marches in a mulberry at the top of a tree, but ministering spirits. Angel, the Bible says that God, the wind is God's chariot. Sorry, the wind is his highway, the cloud is his chariot. Any God who can make the wind I-10 and the cloud chariot can be my God. <laughs> Woo! God, I give you praise. And he said, when you hear the angels marching in the, the top of the mulberry tree, now you go because I've gone before you. And when I go before you, your victory is complete. But you got to hold your peace. Stay right there. Hold your peace until it's time. Now, I told you that there are two laws we keep violating. And I, I hinted to it, but since I got to give it to you quickly. And I got to give you two more instances. Because you need to, and we need to understand tonight, this morning, that... The battle is the Lord's. I know you've heard it over and over and over again. But God wants you to know again this morning. The battleism is not yours. It's the Lord's. What you need to do as of today is what? Hold your peace. What do you do? Hold your peace. Two spiritual laws we, we violate. The first one is given in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 and 4. It says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war. <laughs> Glory be to Jesus. Jairus was walking in the flesh with the word, but his war was not in the flesh. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? Wasn't he walking with the word in the flesh? But that wasn't where the war was. He said, for the weapons of a warfare are not what? This is what the Bible is saying. When we fight, we don't fight with guns and bombs. And with swords, carnal things. Are you with me? It says, but mighty through God to the pulling down of what? You got 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 4. Can you put that on? The, can you put that please? It says, for the weapons of a warfare are not what? Carnal here means physical, not bombs, not grenades, not B-52s. We don't fight with that. But mighty through God. To what? Saints. <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. And that's what we do. We try to fight with people, not realizing there is an influence behind that person. Amen. There is a spirit behind that person. It's not them necessarily. Yes, the devil have to use somebody. Amen. To manifest his cause. But you look behind that person. And so many times, because we are not sensitive. You know, I heard these scriptures for years. I grew up in church. I've been in church since when I was five years old. Now I'm 50 years. And I grew up in church. And I heard these scriptures over and over. But you know, familiarity breeds contempt. You know, you hear these scripture verses and you say, well, you know, it's just another scripture verse. Another pastor, you know. Until you get old. And you realize the things you've been taking for granted. Because God is not going to break his word for you. 
Are you getting me? God's word is from everlasting to everlasting. Psalms 119 tells us that forever, oh God, your word is established. And God is not going to give you a break because you cry and beg. People have been crying and begging from the time from the time of creation but God is no respect of persons if God gives you a break he has to give me a break and everybody's going to get a break and guess what his word is not his bond <laughs> oh glory be to Jesus God's word is his bond his word is his bond amen and you, we have to read the word and respect it and agree with God and not say, I see it, but God. You're setting yourself for a downfall. If, if you see it, say, yes, Lord, not but God. The answer is, yes, Lord, I'm going to do it. I see it. I'm done playing games. Games that's going to hurt me. <laughs> there is another scripture I want to bring to your attention. And I mentioned it a little earlier on. Uh, Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6 Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6 in here is one of the most powerful scriptures I memorized it a long time ago when I like Zerubbabel Zerubbabel was building the temple he looked around he had no resources no money very few people the people he had they were discouraged and a prophecy came to him and this is what the prophecy said you're trying to build the temple in your own strength you're looking around and you're discouraged. But this is what the prophecy said. It says what? Not by might. <laughs> Not by what? Power. But by what? My spirit says God. God said the word might here. The word might here was translated 56 times in King James' army. It was translated 37 times as men of valor. So it's not by your army. It's not by your men of valor. Amen. The word spirit here, not by might, not by power. Power has been translated 58 times strength. So it's not by, it's so, so guess what? This is what? This is what the scripture is saying. You won't succeed by the strength of your army. You won't succeed by the strength of your men of valor. But it, my spirit will energize and bring the resources you need. That's what he's saying. My spirit. So that is why you need to what? Hold your peace. It's not your talking. It's not your having resources available. It is my spirit that can make this happen since. And you need to know that and depend and lean on Jesus. That's why we sang this morning. What a friend we have in Jesus. One of my other favorite is leaning, leaning, leaning on the everlasting arms. I know you all, you're pretty young. You don't know these old songs. But at seven, leaning, leaning, safe and secure. You see, you all don't even know it. Oh, excuse me, you do. Leaning, leaning, I am on the everlasting waterfall water what a joy divine leaning on the air oh you, oh, you oh, excuse me you know it okay praise the lord praise god yes praise god leaning on the everlasting arms 
And that's why God is saying, you got to lean on me because I got a host. I am the Lord of hosts. God has host. Host means army. I am the God of the army of angels. I am the God of the army of the moon and the stars. I'm the God of the army of all celestial bodies. Please take time to meditate on the word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the word will be like a tree planted by the water bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. And the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com, or call the church, 850-408-8496. Good day to our listeners. I am Satara Wallace. We have Pastor Emmanuel Williams with us from Imitators of God Ministry who comes on the air weekly Thursday at 12 noon. Before we talk about our projects today, we want to thank our listeners who have contacted us in the past and have expressed their appreciation for the programs that we present. Welcome back, Pastor Emmanuel Williams. Yes, thank you for having me back. I am so excited to be here this morning. Initially, you mentioned thanking those who listen to us, contacting us. I am so appreciative of that. I'm so grateful. We have quite a few people who have called and they've written and it serves really as a source of encouragement because sometimes, you know, you do things and you want to measure progress. This is one of the ways that confirms that you're making an impact and, um, a way to measure progress. So those of you who are listening and those of you who contacted us, I want to say thank you so much. Continue to do so because it serves as an encouragement to us. That is awesome. Yes. I, I remember you also mentioned it to me that you have indeed had visitors who have come to the church as well. Yes, yes. Uh, visitors, Dave, because of the program. Because of the program. They came and visited and enjoyed it. And thank you all so much. Uh, as I said, it's really an encouragement to us. Well, a lot has been going on at Imitators of God Ministries, Pastor. Tell us a little bit about those phenomenal things that are going on. Before I do get into these things, because we are a community-based church, the reason for this particular program is, again, to reach out to the community to ask for 
the community's help, we are asking the community to help us acquire our first building that will house Imitators of God Ministries. Awesome. God awesome. is a wonderful God. And uh, you know, those of you who are listening for the first time or who've heard this interview in the past, in March of this year, 2019, we entered into our ninth year of ministry. And God has been so good to us. In February this year, after committing this ministry to the Lord in prayer, you know, we started February 2011. Yes. After committing this ministry to the Lord in prayer, we started in a small dining room. Wow. We blossomed, went to a, a school, rented a classroom. And then in May of this year, we were presented with the opportunity to purchase our own building. Bless the Lord. And, and so that is why we're here today. And, and I know we're going to get into the programs that the church offers to the community, but I want to put that net before the community. Those of you who are listening, the Bible says if you don't ask, you don't receive. I just want to encourage our listeners. We would agree all that Pastor Emmanuel has been such a blessing on this broadcast, and we want to encourage you to go ahead and begin to make your donations and go to www.justincampaign.com. Again, that is www dot justincampaign.com If you choose to give by check, please make all your checks payable to Imitators of God Ministries and you can mail that check to 4750 Capital Circle Southeast, Tallahassee, Florida 32311 and we'll give that address again and periodically we'll give you the website as well. So going forward, Pastor Emmanuel, you have some phenomenal programs for the youth, and one of them is the mentoring programs. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Certainly, at our church, God has blessed us with um, uh, individuals who are who've been out there in the community, sorry, working and helping the youth. And at the church, we have two mentoring programs. Um, we have the Boy Scout and Troop Seventy Seven, and we have another program called Tag T A G. It means together achieving greatness. Wow. And these are mature people who've gotten help themselves in the past and they know the importance of mentoring the youth at our church. So we have these two programs targeted to help the youth, you know, go through the maze. <laughs> yes. You know, in this society. I remember that last year you started the health prevention services. The health prevention services, we, again, at the church, we have qualified. Professionals. Pe- professionals. Yeah. I was about to say nurses. I'm sorry. That's Nurse, okay. Yeah, we That's do have okay. a lot of nurses. God has blessed us, thank God, for <laughs> quite a few um, nurses and also professionals who've worked. My wife, she's worked uh, at the Leon County Health Department. So uh, God has really blessed us with people who can do that. And so we launched the Health uh, Prevention Services Initiative. And what it does, it provides a wide, a wide range of prevention, education, and awareness services. You know, the church is a strong advocate for the fight against AIDS and other chronic diseases and has conducted educational health seminars to address these concerns. And it's necessary in our community. It is. It is. And the thing is, it's in the church and um, it's in most churches. And that's why we decided to ensure that we can serve people in that area. It's needed. It's definitely needed. I know your newest community project is your psychosocial group, which offers anger management and is facilitated by your licensed clinical social worker staff who are also in the church. I understand you have at least three or four 
counselors that are already there. What are y'all planning to do there? Yeah, what we're planning to do is expand the psychosocial group to offer substance abuse classes in 2020. Awesome. You know, God has been good to us, and that's why we are reaching out to the community. All these services, all these services are done at the church. Um, 47 feet, the Capital Circle, Southeast, uh, Tallahassee, Florida, 3 to 3. One one is our address, and um, that's why reaching out. Those of you who've listened to us in the past, asking for your help, we at first we thought we would have acquired the structure at the end of June, but we got an extension. Yes, we got an extension uh, with the bank, and we'll be closing on September twelfth. And so we're asking everybody who are listening today if you can help support us financially we would really appreciate that i'm going to be honest we need <laughs> we need eighty thousand dollars yes to bring to the table eighty thousand dollars and eighty thousand dollars is a piece of cake for jesus yes it is it's a what a piece, a piece of, cake of cake for jesus for that's jesus. that's 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 not insurmountable no. for god and so and so we're asking those of you can help to do so I believe it's a done deal. I believe the it's Bible done. says, you know, ask and you shall receive, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what we're doing here. Somebody out there can help, whether it's you or you know somebody who can give or loan the funds to us. That would be so wonderful. Exactly, and by we, and by doing that, we say each one reach one. You tell somebody else. Yes, and and so we want to go to www.just10campaign.com. I noticed also that you had um, you have money management, you have health prevention services, you have other projects going on in Thanksgiving, giving out needy baskets. One thing that I I remembered that sticks out in my mind are all the people who line up on Saturdays. One thing that sticks out in my mind is all the people that when we drive by on Saturdays that stand out in my mind are the. People coming for food and clothing mm-hmm. on the third of Saturday, every month. The Saturday, yeah, the third Saturday of every month. On the third Saturday of every month, we do have a pantry. We have partnered with Second Harvest and Farm Share, mm-hmm. and we do feed almost 300 people plus on the third Saturday of every month. God has been so good to us. Look, I'll tell you this much. God has implanted a desire in our hearts to fill Leon County and the surrounding counties, the Big Bend area, the state of Florida, and the United States, honestly, (laughs) to serve, uh, uh, just just to fill them with the doctrine of Jesus Christ. And part of the doctrine of Jesus Christ is to feed the poor. Yes. And... um, that's what we are doing. We are out there doing that which the Lord commanded us to do, and it is a blessing to serve in that, in, you know, in that capacity. Honestly, I wish we could do more, but you got to start somewhere. As the Lord blesses, as the Lord blesses, and when we acquire that property, we'll be able to do more. So again, that's why we are reaching out here. We cannot do that without help. We cannot do this without the without community help, yeah. being involved. And so we are asking everybody. To help us in this endeavor. That's awesome. I'm excited for you all. I just want to repeat the contact information. It's www.just10campaign.com. And if you choose to give by check and would like to mail it into the Imitators of God Ministries, please use the address 4750 Capital Circle Southeast, Tallahassee, Florida. 
1-1. Wouldn't you all agree what a blessing Pastor Emmanuel is in our community on this broadcast? Thank you so much again for your donations and for contacting us and for showing up in the congregation. We'd just like to encourage you to continue listening every Thursday at 12 noon for this impactful broadcast. I am Satara Wallace here with Pastor Emmanuel Williams with the Imitators of God Ministries. Thank you for listening and have a phenomenal week. Bye-bye.